right, I got what? you too. Hello. You ready? Break. Got nose itch. I haven't made eye contact with Amber yet today. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. What's, What's up? up? Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no, not the old Dominion challenge. <laughs> it's coming back. We'll go in three, two, one. Somebody else has got to take the open. My voice is fried. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Who's Amber? Do it? I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't, I don't remember. Jen? Nope. From somewhere in Farmer's Lane on Neo Thomas Lane <laughs> at the Froggy Studios. I don't know exactly where we are because I'm new here. Welcome <laughs> to the Frogcast. <laughs> we, are- <laughs> we are inside Froggy 92.9. Thank you, Jen. We are inside Froggy 92.9. I'm laboring. This is actually better than yesterday. But yeah, the voice is are a you little. Okay? I'm going to be okay. You, you got to yell with your gut. That's the key. I have no diaphragm. It's all from... I've seen vocal specialists. It's a problem. I have personally seen down Dan's throat. <laughs> There's video. I There's video. I'll show anyone who wants to see it. <laughs> Welcome inside Froggy 92.9. This is our podcast, which for two weeks in a row, guys, has over 100 listeners. Hey, wow, yo. people like Bless us. Bless them. I mean, I can't see like the listening data, so I can't tell if they're listening or not. But the down- it's 100 downloads. <laughs> I love that. That means a lot more people are listening to it, because downloads is like, if you want to go on the go. We That doesn't account for everyone listening at the home. The stream's on yeah. top, oh, yeah. Uh, this is your inside look inside Sonoma County's Country Station. You get to hear a little bit about our lives. You get to hear things that don't necessarily make it to the air because it's right here on the podcast. I am joined by Tanner from Tanner and Amber and Amber and Tanner. Hi. Hi. Tanner from Amber in the Morning, like she said this week. <laughs> One time we were introing a song and Amber said, and Amber in the Morning. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> I did it on purpose. It was funny. <laughs> I said, it's me, Amber, in the morning. And Tanner was like, uh, I'm here too. They are, are Amber and Tanner in the morning, our morning show. Hello. Also joined by... Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the promotions director for the station and middays 10 to 3. What does promotions director mean? Uh, promotions, we're involved and in charge of everything when it comes to ticket giveaways, uh, heavily involved in Country Summer, our music festival, uh, websites, text blasts, <laughs> social media, writing proposals. I mean, is that what the whole <laughs> podcast is about today? What I do? You have an hour. That. Jen does the job of 120 people. That's definitely we, true. We, Flex. We broke it down today. We're like, 50 people. <laughs> I answer text messages from Dano, Amber, and Tanner at all hours of the day. That's true. I said, sorry to text so late, but what kind of wine does Eloy like? (laughs) (laughs) True story. (laughs) story. It was important. So the concept, and I'm Dano, afternoon personality and program director, which means that I guess I I make decisions, but we do it as a group. Unless I say I'm highly suggesting that you do something, in which case it's not a suggestion. It's a mandate. Uh, Amber and Tanner know all about those. Um, (laughs) Concept here is every single person in this room brings one single thing to the table. One thing can be about your radio life, can be about your actual life, which I realize when I say that, that implies that your radio life is not part of your actual life. I don't actually have a life outside of radio. Personal life. I'm actually Batman. Excuse me, sir. I I am Batman. Let me tell you about Pedlum of Batman sometime. Oh, yes. We'll have to. Okay. We'll fill you Petaluma in. Petaluma Bookmark that. I'm excited to find out. It was a real thing that happened. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Jen. 
Um, today is a very important day in my world because pumpkin spice lattes are available yes. at Starbucks. <laughs> so you know, I woke up extra early today and I it took forever because I have like one of those annoying customized drinks. So I ordered it on my app. Well, now you, what is it? It is a triple ice grande two pump soy Hold on. no whip. I'm imagining it as you're as you're making it. Triple ice grande, okay. two pump soy, no whip pumpkin spice latte. That's a good choice. You, That's any, pretty bougie. Any sprinkles? Oh, yeah. You got to have the pumpkin spice stuff on top. Oh. You know they have a new version of the pumpkin spice? Amber and I were talking about this on the, the show this brew? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't tried. I, I was debating, but I really wanted what? my classic. Yeah, there's like a pumpkin cream cold brew. It's supposed to be a little bit lighter. Cream. Cream. <laughs> I was going to look at it. It looks really good. I feel I, like that's so, an inside joke that yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I worked at Starbucks for like seven yeah, and a half yeah. years. We had we had someone we used to work with who always asked for... <laughs> it's, anyway, so I actually It was coffee. Worked, it's a coffee joke. Just in case yes. anyone wants to okay. know, it is a coffee joke. I worked joke. at Starbucks the first year that pumpkin spice was ever available. Oh, what? God. Yeah. It was like t- it was either two thousand three or two thousand and four. Well, I can't even imagine a time when the, I literally was like like in the eighties. They couldn't... tested it in two thousand and three, and then I, they either launched it in the fall of two thousand and three or two thousand and four. Did people go crazy for it? Kind of like Popeyes and their chicken sandwiches. It honestly took, I would say, like a solid two or three seasons for it to turn into pumpkin spice latte season there were definitely people that were like hey do you know like when you guys are gonna have the pumpkin spice lattes and we'd be like oh you know you know late september and now it's like it's it's july everybody get your pumpkin spice no next yeah, thing mean, you know country summer is going to be sponsored by pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> this is actually the earliest it's ever been available wow. august yeah. august 27th that's crazy last year was uh the 28th and that was the earliest well my whole life here in california like that starbucks has existed psls have been pretty big yeah yeah. That we started calling it PSLs. Yeah. What about Georgia? Amber, was were pumpkin spice lattes the Starbucks big in Georgia? Oh yeah. All the basics went and got pumpkin spice and they were wearing their Ugg boots <laughs> and they're like big plaid scarves and they were like, ready for fall. It's it's, it's the Han Solo outfit. Yeah. It's the Ugg boots with the leggings <laughs> with the yep. white t shirt and the vest, yeah. Or and the riding boots. And then you cut open the stomach of the Bantha and then you yes. put Luke in there so it can be warm. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> That's an Empire Strikes Back joke. <laughs> These I, are the jokes that I live for. I always think pumpkin spice lattes are funny because the the nickname is PSLs. Yeah. Well, before that, like in the late '90s into the 2000s, in the NFL world, PSL stood for personal seat license, which was basically teams requiring season. This is something they they, they invented for season ticket holders, where just for the right. To be able to buy a season ticket, you had to give them just $10,000 and then buy your tickets on top of it. It's a personal seat license. I think they still do that, don't they? They do for some yeah. teams. In, they do for the I, Seahawks. I think Al Davis from the Raiders created it. I could be wrong, though. So, like, PSL for a long time yeah. is this, like, oh, my God, like, total expense, like, ridiculous, over the top. Like, it's, it's the bad thing. And so it's funny to me, like, PSL lives on in, like, another bougie form. In a Super drink. bougie. <laughs> in a drink. I'm all yeah. about it. I love them, though. By the way, I know this is a little off topic, but I'm going to my first 49ers game this year. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm seeing them play against the Seahawks. I'm not going for the 49ers. Yeah. I'm sorry you have to go to that building. Is it bad? Oh, it's bad. Really? Oh, it's really It bad. looks nice. Where? Bring, bring, Levi Stadium? Le- bring oh. your sunblock. Lee Bryce Stadium? 
<laughs> I actually I saw a concert at Levi Stadium and I had a horrible experience and I'll never go back. Oh man! May they rest in peace. Two men died making that stadium. Oh, oh really? Yes. What? I did not know that. Is it haunted? And there's a memorial to them in an area of the stadium that you will never ever see. That's oh. really sad. Yeah, it's terrible. Way but, to bring down the mood, bro. I'm just telling you, that's not. It's not a good building. <laughs> oh. I'm a, I love the 49ers, or at least I kind of used to. And the, that, well, that the that building was the start of the end. Well, when I go, I will give a full report on it because CenturyLink Field in Seattle is like one of the best is, stadiums is in the, the country. It's the premier noise yeah. factory. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not designed well. I just wanted to say, I just want to interject and say, Cole would like to go to a Falcons game in December at Levi's Stadium. And this is me asking off on a first Saturday, the 15th I'm of sorry, December. I'm sorry, you're unavailable. <laughs> I'm going on a, Monday night I'm football. making sure we book a remote, two remotes. <laughs> There's a parade it. that day I need He to wanted me to go ahead and tell everyone because it's super important for us to see the Falcons. <laughs> tickets are so cheap compared to what they were in Seattle for tickets. Is that because they're not doing well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like 60 bucks for a ticket where and that same ticket in Seattle would be like 300 bucks. I'm not saying they can't turn around. I'm not saying my mind won't be changed someday. But currently, it's actually a little bit better than it's been. But okay. Just, just Google machine empty Levi's Stadium, and you'll see some pretty incredible Monday night football games with a lot of bright red in the seats. Uh, this is the Inside Froggy 92.9 podcast. Who would like to go? Can I go? Tanner. Well... Um, I am putting a lot of trust in my co-host um, starting on Friday because I'm actually flying out to Las Vegas this Friday and Amber's going to watch my cats. And <laughs> I thought is... you were going to say that you were going to dip out on the show. I was like, why are you telling me now? <laughs> Number of podcasts, Freaking Tanner's panic. topic has been cats. Okay, I can One, bring up something else all if you'd like. Them. Two, no, go ahead. Finish. Well, it's not three. really about it's, the... That's your choice. That's just how I was going to begin this. I'm tabulating. All, I'm tabulating. Amber is going to be watching over my cats while I'm gone because I'm going to Las Vegas. Watching over? She's not their godfather. I'm their guardian angel. <laughs> yeah. Watching I could have been a dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my cats need a lot of love and affection, okay? I understand. But, yeah, if anyone understands, Jen understands because Moo is a doll. She is. I love her. But uh, kind of what I was coming around to was I'm going to Las Vegas for the first time. I've never been. I don't really know what to do. Honestly, I feel like I've never been on a vacation with my girlfriend before. So I'm like, I don't want to be scheduled to do this, then this, and this, and this. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to chill. And is that is, is that okay to go a, somewhere to chill? I am a professional Vegas visitor, so I have plenty of advice. I won't dive all the way into this. I think your best bet is to kind of look and see, like, what – because there's a lot to offer in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And I would pick a handful of things that – you're like, hey, that would be interesting. And then if it works out, it works out. Yeah. But if all you want to do is like gamble and drink by the pool, gamble, drink by the pool. It's okay. You can go to Vegas again and do all the yeah. touristy stuff. I have one thing booked for sure. I'm going to the Beatles love show. See, that? That's the the shows are the only thing that you really need to yeah. book in yeah. advance. Or if you want to do the helicopter thing. But that is like a solid full day commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, now, hold on a second. I don't want to get too racy here. But, I mean, you're going on a trip with your girlfriend you're saying you want to make sure you have time to chill is you want to have time to netflix and chill is that what you're no because no. that, that's not a question we can answer is this a pg podcast or what i mean me and my stretch marks want to hang out by the pool <laughs> you can own I, or, those beauty marks 
Can I, I just interject and say that the other day Tanner said, uh, why does my girlfriend always want to do things that involve me taking my shirt off? Like going to the pool or going to the river. He was like, I'm not going to the river. How many days are you going? With my shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. How long are you going to be in Vegas? I'm going to be in Vegas from Friday night to One. Monday morning. Oh, okay, see, so yeah. only like two days. You only got two full days, man. Just chill. I would say... The, I would say we'll pick one thing and pick one restaurant that you must do. Yeah, because the food there are some good. I don't know there. any of the restaurants. We'll talk later. Okay. Uh, what about the, is what about Sigma Derby? Is Sigma Derby still around there somewhere? There is a there's still a Sigma Derby. Oh, dude, you got to do it. Sigma it Derby. What Sigma is it? Derby. Sigma Derby like is the Freud and- no 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 Sigma, Sigma Derby. Derby. It is the size Sigma of like dirty. a pool table. <laughs> it's the size of a pool table, and you sit around and you play with actual quarters. You play with actual. You bet with quarters, and you bet on the, the odds of the horse races. And these little horses race around Wait, the track. That's hilarious. It is. I have spent many, many, many hours and early morning hours playing this when it was still at Mont Blue in Tahoe. That's where I've the played The last it. one in existence. There's a new version in MGM Grand. It's garbage. But the OG, I mean, this is like OG, it's old, is in the D Hotel, which you have to leave the Vegas Strip and go mm. to uh, old, what's it called? I don't know. I can't remember. You know, I just know a lot about Vegas. I've been like 15 times. I, feel like I don't it, know a lot, but I know about Sigma Derby. Sigma Derby, Amber, man. I feel like for us, Vegas seems way more far away because we're not from the Bay Area originally. Yeah. Like, to me, like, Vegas from Washington seems really yeah. far. And so it's... Like going to Dallas or something. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Okay, I just wanted to describe this. You know, like, slot car racing, where you've got the tracks? Yes. You ever done a slot yes. car race? Imagine they're little horses, fully mechanical, not digital, and they just run a fake little race around the track and every single time there's different odds for each horse okay so then you pop a quarter in the machine and you just start betting but you realize that it's fully and completely automated has nothing to do oh, with jen anything. showing me a picture that looks cool and the fun thing is is that it's it, since it's quarters like you it's not like a dollar or five dollars something you can just literally sit there forever with quarters like fifty dollars in quarters is a lot of quarters, and then you and then you're around the table with like eight other people. So then you start BSing with them, and you're yelling out the odds. Like oh, if, if it's like you it. are betting for two and three to come in. It's like two three, two three, go two three, go two three. It's well, like amazing. When I, I was playing in Mont Blue in Tahoe, I happened to be sitting next to like Mr. Sigma, I think, because like he starts telling me, he's like, oh yeah, this Sigma Derby. There's I only met two, him. There's only two. You know, I know exactly who There's you're only two about. left in existence here in the D in Vegas. Yeah, it was originally invented in uh, France and they have to call out a special service tech. Guy's like 80 years old. He's the only one who knows how to fix it. He got like this full story on this random game. It, it's totally worth it. I went to Tahoe uh, for my uh, honeymoon and we ended up staying and playing it until like for six hours, so about four o'clock in the morning, went up to the hotel room, slept, took a nap, got up, got my coffee. And we were walking out, and they were disassembling it. And I was like, no! no! <laughs> I was like so glad that we ended up just staying up and playing it because yeah. it, we could have not ever played it. I'm definitely going to make a visit for sure. I'll give you all the details. I don't gamble, and I will do that. Yeah. Forever. I will that that machine can take all of my money. Uh, I did lie. There is one other place that I am 100% going to. It's the Taco Bell Cantina. <laughs> you have to do it. I have to. Not it's shocking. He's been planning that since we got here. 
He's like, wait, there's a Taco Bell Cantina in Vegas. I'm definitely going there. That's, the, that's like, what his whole trip's wait, planned that's around. That's the like club, right? It's like super high end or something. It's got like different uh, menu items, but it's also you can have alcohol, so yeah. you can sit there and get it's drunk. Like, it's like a Taco super Bell. fancy one. Nice, that's so awesome. Also, there's a place in Vegas at a Taco Bell where you can get married in Taco Bell. Yes, that's true. And I'm just saying, I'm not gonna get married in Vegas. Mm. But if there was anywhere to I get married, I heard there was talk. Mm. What if there? If you, <laughs> if you were gonna get married, it, it would wouldn't be, be at a talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I have uh, I have something I want to share, and I was a little worried this might be too inside, that maybe nobody else would care about this. But also, I know the the, the purpose of the show is to give a little bit more insight into the, the like the work that we do in country radio and Froggy and beyond. So the reason why I lost my voice is because I was uh, out in Philadelphia for the past few days. Jen, Amber, Tanner uh, graciously filled in uh, on Froggy 92.9 for me. Thank you very much for that. Absolutely. Uh, I was emceeing a country festival out there. It's a sister festival to Country Summer called Country Spirit. Excuse me, Citadel Country Spirit USA. Sponsored. Uh, And so what I wanted to talk about was on stage MC work and artist introductions. And the one question that nobody realizes you need to ask, I know we've got we've got hundreds of listeners now. We've got hundred of listeners now, and uh, hundred some of which some of which are people in the industry, you know, tour managers for artists. And let's all talk about the one question that needs to be asked for every artist introduction: hard or soft? Oh yes. Oh my! It we changes. did our we did our first hard intro for Amber Love and, and Theft. Yeah, but like. <laughs> They t- they tell you sometimes it's a soft intro, and then all of a sudden the band's behind you, and you're like, what is happening? So if you're listening right now, you're wondering what we're talking about. When you're when you're the radio DJ, the MC for the event, you need to know from the tour manager who is like the business representative of the band. You're not talking to the band themselves. You're talking to their manager, the person who's going to tell you all the information you need to know. And sometimes that's, hey, they've got a new album coming out. Hey, they're on the Chris Young tour. Hey, you know, they want to have, this is Columbia recording artist. They want you to say that stuff. But the one thing you must know is whether it's a hard intro or a soft intro. And a soft, a hard intro is like, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Lane, blah, 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 and then he comes running out. And a soft intro is, hey, who's excited for blah, 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 who's excited for Lanco? They're coming up next in a couple of minutes, and then you run off stage. And it, it seems like maybe not a big distinction, but when you screw it up and you're like, Lee Bryce, and then Lee Bryce doesn't come running out, you look really stupid. Yikes. Yeah. So the problem is, is that the people who will answer that question for you are often totally unaware that it needs to be asked, or they're around, or they're running, or they're around. not even there. You I mean, can't we've find them. We've had artists that don't have a tour manager on site with them at Country Summer before. Sometimes their tour manager is one of them. Oh yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes a lot like of the bass time, player. Yeah. yeah, but then you'll be then you'll then you don't ask the band if they're not though. So if you walk up to a random band member like, hey, I was just looking for, don't talk to me right now. And they're like plugging in and stuff. You're like, oh, Kurt, sorry. Whether you want a hard or a soft intro, so yeah, that's always that's always awkward. Kind of what you told us when we first came here is, if they don't tell you, go with the soft intro right. because that's a yeah. lot less awkward than the hard intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to know. I mean, it it seems like a really small thing, but then they also really care about it. And what's funny is most of the tour managers assume that 
we want the hard intro, so they'll be like, hey, look, man. Hey, look. It's going to be a soft intro. Then we're like, don't get oh, your okay. hopes up. And I'm just there, so I don't get fine. I know, yeah. right? We don't I, care. <laughs> I, well, the, and when I did the introduction at Sonoma Marin Fair, it was who was there? Aaron Tippin. Oh, yeah, the uh, Roots and Sammy Kershaw. Boots. Roots and Boots, yeah. So uh, Colin Ray. Uh, Colin Ray. And so I had only done, you know, Country Summer, which we have that down to a science at this point, and then a handful of other ones. So I get there, and the tour manager's like, it's a hard intro. And I'm like, Okay. He's like, I know it's not the way we normally do it, but this is, it's a hard, like, I was like, okay, like, I think I can handle it. Like, thanks for letting me know, because, <laughs> but because normally you're like, hey, like, it, you have to ask the question. They were very upfront and I've nailed it. There we go. Hey, oh. He said that, he give said that was. Can you give a little taste? Can you give a little taste no. of what it was like? A lot. <laughs> uh, I literally just read the copy that they gave me and then I was supposed to say, and here comes Mr. I had to say Mr. You had to Mr. say Mr. Sammy Kershaw, and he came running out, and Mr. Colin Ray, and he came running out. Interesting. So I did that, and the guy was like, "That's one of the best intros we've had in years." I was nice. like, "I knew." Thanks. <laughs> you roll. So things. So I'm not necessarily singling anybody out from the event I just worked because we had a great time, but it just kind of made me think about like there's just sometimes you're just like. I'm trying to I'm we're there to help you. Yeah. Like we've got we're we're there to get the crowd ready for you so you don't just slide out there and it's just like who's on stage? I think it's the Eli Young band, you know, like the the, the that's the job we're supposed to do. Is it Chris Young or Chris Chris Lane? I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of Chris Lane though, that's the one I wanted to talk up? about cuz this is one I've never had before. So I was able to find the guy and it was actually his tour manager and his sound tech and I'm talking to both of them. I'm like, "Hey, so I'm your MC. So, uh, soft intro or the like, No, no. Hard intro. Oh no! So like, okay, I know where this is going. Why do you? I I think I have a feeling I know where it's going. So they had me. Okay, so I went out because I had some sponsor stuff I had to say. But then his actual official intro includes a space for the MC. So he plays Motley Crue "Kickstart My Heart" the whole song. Whoa! So I did the sponsor stuff. He played "Kickstart My Heart." Then I came. Why you're? Oh, so he left stage. Yeah, I left stage. I'll be. I'll be back. Play Kickstart My Heart. Then I came out again, and it was a full-on, like, are you ready? And that is why his voice sounds the way that it does. And I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, Citadel Country Spirit USA, Chester County, Pennsylvania. I got three questions. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your birthday? It's Chris. I don't get that. I don't get that What's either. What's your name? What's your son? Oh, What's your gotcha. Name? I was like, I don't know. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes running out and the place is freaking hyped. And his tour manager grabs me. He's like, what was that, dude? That was amazing. And I was like, sweet. Yes. So I think what we're learning is most DJs and MCs suck. And we all roll. So. Yes, clearly. <laughs> is that the moral of the story? I think so. Uh, I just have to know, did you see Frankie? Oh wow! Yes, Frankie Ballard was on. I love the, him so much. For Jen, Frankie Ballard was on the menu at Citadel oh, Country Menu. USA. Full. He's not even the snack. He's a full-on meal. Well, now we have to talk because we had we had two two of your snacks there. <laughs> you had Tanner's Bay. I'm, I'm still Devin upset. Dawson. Tanner's Day, Bevin, De, Bevin, Devin, Devin, Bevin, Bevin Boston. Boston. <laughs> Devin Dawson was there. Frankie was there. He got a haircut. Nice. Okay. 
I'll fresh survive. So fresh I also clean. got a haircut. He's, okay, so he's actually quoted as saying, because he used to have really like long hair, uh-huh. and then he cut it kind of shorter. Like right? the pompadour kind of. Yeah, and, and as soon as he like as soon as soon he did, he actually had two hits, and he actually credits the haircut for the hits, right? So now it's even shorter. It's like almost shaved, like super short. And I think he was going for the same Go for thing. The, going for the haircut. He must have hits. new music coming out. And uh, But he was great. He was phenomenal. I didn't really – I was trying to get a moment with him to be able to send you some – Nah, 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 I know. But I didn't want to make it. I. It's hard to approach artists and be like, "Hey, could I get a video." He's he, he's so like approachable though. Like yeah. he, you probably could have. He's I, great. I just didn't want to do it. Devin Dawson on the other hand. Him. Devin Dawson on the <laughs> other hand, who is Tanner's favorite. Uh, I saw him backstage and I walked right up. <laughs> yo, I've, I've interviewed him before too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like yo, what's going on? And uh, recorded a little. Yeah. He, he, he was like, why isn't Tanner here? And I was like, I'm in California. <laughs> like, I can't be there. But why is Dano here? <laughs> <laughs> that was the number yeah. one question I got from people. They're like, so why are you here? <laughs> but uh, shout out to Devin Dawson. He seemed like he was really cool. And he, re- he remembered us talking and all that cool stuff. He so. remembered specifically the song you'd asked him about. And mm-hmm. his set was great. So I'm, that song, Dark, Dark Horse, is, yeah. I'm on board now. See? Amber, you over there looking at pictures of Chase Rice, or no? I'm listening intently, just waiting my turn. <laughs> People probably tuned out by now, but uh, stop. Just I'm ready for you. Get in here. Um. All right. So Tanner and I were on air the other day, and I may or may not have said something kind of sketchy. Ready? Now I have to know. Yeah. Yeah. This was awesome. <laughs> so wait, um, ske- wait. Sketchy like revealing too much of your personal life, or sketchy like FCC. I- um, Uncompliant. Like, like maybe people have been like, Amber, uh, what? <laughs> like, I take off three days. Is this about what you texted me? I try to tell no. Oh, okay. Wait, oh, I should, I'll save that for next week. That should have been my one thing. But you, we, we were all here. It was the Wednesday after the podcast, so I had to make a note of it so I'd remember to talk about it this week. But Tanner and I do this bit. It's called Face Palm of the Day. What a face palm is is when you take the palm of your hand and you cover your face because you're ashamed. So we tell silly news stories. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, this Florida man. Ugh. Like, typical It's always a like Florida that. man. <laughs> so what happened was this lady, I think, in Florida, she uh, got her vehicle searched because someone said they smelled a dead body. And the actual story is she owns like a fish market and had like fish in the back of her car. And that's what the smell was. Sanitary. And Tanner said, why don't you just put a sign up on your car that says there's fish in here? And I said, okay, Tanner. So the next time you murder someone, you're just going to put a sign up that says there's fish in here. And then the police won't like search your car. And he was like, (laughs) the next time he murders someone as if we know that it's happened. My response was Amber. He said, no, then he goes, do I just murder people? (laughs) And then to which Amber says, well, you have been watching a lot of Dexter lately. (laughs) It was in the 9am hour. So no one, no one really heard, but Uh, no, but you know, Yes, there are listeners, many, in the 9 a.m. hour. I think everybody's at work at that point. But, <laughs> hey, no one called and complained. And things happen. It, it almost made our promo, honestly. I just want to say things happen on the air. And uh, we're alive. Live. And, uh, 
also sometimes you get stuck in the work bathroom because the flusher doesn't work and you have to <coughs> what be day a plumber. Was this? I'm gonna go in the logger and this was to Wednesday, this, uh, Wednesday last week, August. <laughs> if the logger is working, <laughs> oh, all of the files have been deleted from that day. Oh, whoa, you know, what a it really wasn't that bad. It I was mean, just kind of a like... <laughs> a funny thing, like when we both know that one of us messed up about something, and it's just kind of that fun, like telepathy. Just murder is fun. Says the guy who watches, what is it called, Dateline. Because I'm trying to catch all of them. (laughs) Well, so is Dexter. (laughs) Murder is fun! (laughs) I'm just saying, That's the sound bit you can use every time I'm on air. That's what I thought. Jen, murder is fun! (laughs) Wait, I should have wrote that in your liners. (laughs) Jen, she knows all about... Murder. Right now, she actually does. Though. Right now, Dan do. looks like a disappointed father. He's really right mad. Now. And like, <laughs> I, just don't, it's fine. I just don't. I just don't know what to say. You can be mad at me. It's fine. No, I probably no, no. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if I had half I've a learned. voice, if I had half a voice right now. <laughs> but also, the toilets broke while you're. Yeah, going. I. Broke. Oh, how bad! Oh, I got. Well, I got so, both of them. So I'm literally on the East Coast, and all I get is an all staff email that says the plumber will be on his way to fix. Both the front of the on air toilets are dead. I don't really know what happened. What is an I... on air toilet? <laughs> the ones near the studio. Okay, that makes it sound like it's in the studio. <laughs> this is the on air toilet. Jen, would you like to? Can Jen tell her version of the story? Do we have to go? We, we can save it, we it for next week. We got a minute. Look, all it was was I'm sitting at my desk and I'm trying to get some work done and I have a text from Amber and she is panicking because she pooped and the toilet <laughs> wouldn't flush and she didn't know what to do. And so I texted, I said, honey, you need to take off the back. You need to hand, reach in and hand, manually flush it and please wash your hands. <laughs> It was the most horrifying experience in my life. I've like, never laughed for, so hard in my we're entire here for life. For a long time during what the days. Happened? <laughs> Some whoever three was in days. there. I'm gone for three days. Whoever was in there before me flushed the toilet and the like the chain, chain. The chain broke. Yeah, came chain. off of the. Well, to do but that if in anyone is house. interested in what kind of text messages I get from Amber. That's par for the course. I don't know who else to text about something sensitive like that other than my friend Jennifer. So Apparently it's not that sensitive. We're telling a hundred of people. Look, look, I, it, it, the after effect. We're an open book. I didn't want anyone to know that what I had done. Because so, girls don't poop, by the way. The best thing is yeah. that Amber came into the studio because we're, we're doing the show at that time. She came in just with her sleeve half rolled up just like, <laughs> I like she I washed, washed and sanitized because I had to reach down in the back of the toilet and grab the chain and then uh, reattach it and then never Jen break the chain. I never break the chain. I walk into Jen's office and she's just like crying from laughter and she's like email Christy who was our business manager who had to call the plumber and now apparently both bathrooms are out of order I don't know what I did this I is the kind of hard hitting information you're gonna get from inside Froggy 92.9 everybody you should have just sent that to it support just for fun (laughs) greg would have been like there's nothing wrong (laughs) i tried it was fine (laughs) tried to fix it remotely have you tried restarting it (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's wrap up thank you so much for hanging with us for hanging inside froggy 92.9 i hope this episode has been educational about our plumbing and our murders mm-hmm. and uh, please harder, feel free to talk to us about this anytime you hard see us. or soft and all sorry kinds if of i ridiculous. offended anyone <laughs> we got racy this episode frankie's hair yeah mm. um 
Let's hit it again. This was fun last week. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode so far, uh, please leave us a review, a five-star review. Yes. Only a five-star review. Only. It's if, the only option. If you're feeling like giving us, we got two. Yes. Five-star reviews. One of them was from me. Yes. But the other one was from me. It's literally, Just kidding. literally the subject line is, I'm the host of the show, and I think <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Five stars. Uh, please give, leave us a review. It helps the show, and uh, we'll, we'll read it. I will read the next review that we get. That's five stars. I will read on this next episode of the podcast. Hold on. I'm going to give it five stars real quick. Not, Not yours. You. I mean, do give it because I want the rating. Uh, we'll see you next week. We have four ratings of five stars. Woo! It better be five by next week. I just uh, we I'm have one put Tanner on you. We have one from Marshall the Stud. That's the name. It says you guys are amazing. Love you all. Oh, that's nice. That's He's nice. gonna Thanks, freak Marshall. out that you just said that. I love that. He well, works keep... at Safeway in Petaluma. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This is Inside Froggy ninety two point nine. Someone please make a weird sound so we can say goodbye. Beep, 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 beep. Bye.